Good morning. It's Monday, November 16th. And have you all felt the Jupiter-Pluto meetup on Friday? Lots of things are changing. But one thing isn't changing. It's housework. <laughs> Today, Venus is still in Libra, which is the planet of love and fairness. And it's an air sign. And Capricorn is in its own sign. Saturn's in its own sign of Capricorn, and they're having a little bit of a spat today. So when I think of Venus and Saturn fighting or having a spat, I think of, especially with Venus in an air sign like Libra, she's, uh, she's very romantic and floating around and feeling very lovely. And Capricorn comes in and says, you know, it's nice to watch TV all day, but shouldn't you cook some dinner or clean or take a shower or something? So that's how I kind of see Venus and Saturn having a little spat today is, you know, when you feel like doing something that you would enjoy, someone might say, are you sure you want to do that? And whoever that person is to you, you'll know. It's a person that always kind of says things to you. And they're practical things, but sometimes you don't feel practical. Sometimes you want to do other things. Just lay around all day and have a me day. Things like that. And so I hear um, President-elect is going to speak today. And Scorpio has uh, Mercury in it. So he's going to be very clear in his message. And he's probably going to be tactful today also because he needs to be because the president that shall not be named is not stepping down and in this time where we need to step up and be somebody even just in our own house a lot of people aren't doing that they'd rather put their head in the sand so when when that's going on that's basically what America did before they entered World War II. For a long time, they would not go help out the European nations that were being massacred by the Nazis. So there's always going to be people like that. And no matter what sign or when you're born, there's really no reason to not take a stand because the world is asking you to take a stand you know but some people just later on say i was on the right side all along I, you know i didn't need to get out there and scream and yell you know and i get that and maybe that's who they're supposed to be just observers you never know um but this week is going to be present elect's birthday in four days, and I'm going to do a show about him. Like I said before, I'm very familiar with that birthday. Um, it is a king of hearts, four of club, four of spades rules. The king of hearts on that day. And today is Lisa Bonet's birthday, one of my favorite actresses that I love watching Cosby, 
or Crosby, whatever his name was. Oh, he's done hurt himself badly. Um, the Cosby Show. But if you look at her, she's a Scorpio, and her card is the card of clarity, the four of clubs. It's a mental satisfaction card. And her being the daughter in the Cosby Show, she also broke some ideas that black people didn't have careers and, and they all lived in the projects or they all lived down south. This show broke the barrier, which is what a Scorpio does, and changes the world. And this show did that. It helped elevate um, African-American lives to where other people could see what they could become or you know, and, and it was a great show. Both the mom and the dad worked. One was a doctor, one was a lawyer. And they had three kids. And, you know, you never saw a maid. You never saw a housekeeper. You never saw a nanny. You know, and it was just, it was awesome. They just had typical problems like any other family would have. And that's where Blackish is in now. Blackish is that show with Ross in it, Diana Ross's daughter. And that is also has broken trends, just like um, it's just it's just always needs to be done. People always need to see something different. And that's I spoke about that the other day, how the medium of film and TV, excuse me, can uh, work so well in um, showing you things that you can't imagine in your own mind. So here we are. We showed you Veep, a vice president that was a woman. And here we are. We have a vice presidential woman, elect. And 24 had a African-American male president. And shortly after, we had President Barack Obama. So that is the power of imagination translated into a vision, translated into your brain, into reality. So that's what the artists do. They try to show you things that are possible. And with Jupiter and Pluto, the last meetup of the year happening, you're going to feel this presence until the end of the year because they're very powerful planets. So it is a time of transformation, inner, outer, all those things. And it's okay to look at yourself and say, I need to change. It's okay. Change is good. Um, don't be afraid. Um, also this weekend I was thinking about this movie um, right after I had children I think they were like probably in elementary school I watched Brighton Beach Memoirs and it was uh, Blythe Danner who was Gwyneth Paltrow's mother I love that whole family the way they act very classy but that movie always sticks in my mind because there was some family like Venus and Saturn having a little spat. It was just about a teenage boy growing up in his memories. And one of the, my favorite, favorite lines that Blythe Danner said was, um, her son asked her if you're going to be around or somebody asked her if you're going to be around, you know, this is the time, it's in the 1940s, I believe it's right after World War II, and they're Jewish family. 
and the son asks his mom, or somebody asks Blythana, are you going to be around later or something like that? I need to do something, you know. And she says, where do you think I'm going to be, a nightclub or something? Out at a nightclub or something? And that always struck me as so funny because obviously she's not going to be at the nightclub. She'll be home where you want her to be, cooking dinner, looking after the family. So I've always found that very, very funny. And I think if people could understand and just sit and reflect back on the past, the values, the intrinsic values that we all have as humans, we can all come together again. Mr. President Barack Obama was speaking on 60 Minutes, and he said exactly how I felt, which is the nation's hugely divided with 72 million. But of course, if you're going to have a conversation with someone, if you start right away with the thought you're not going to listen to them at all about their ideas, well, there is no way to move forward. There is no conversation. There is no teamwork. There is no United States of America. If I, like he said, if I say to you, the climate change, and you say there is no climate change, well, that conversation's over. We can't say anything else because you won't believe it. And I know there's people in the world that believe the world is still flat, which is amazing to me. But again, it goes back to the thing I was saying about the internet. Some people still can't use the computer, still don't have internet access. If they do, it's very slow. And they only go on Facebook. They get all their news from Facebook, which we know is a crock of lies, a lot of it. So, and that's another thing I think the media companies should give Wi Fi for free. Why is it costing us money for Wi Fi? It's ridiculous. They make billions of dollars, they make enough money to cheat on their wives and give their wives $500 billion. And I think that's just ridiculous again. Where's the humanity? I'm glad she got the money, but, you know, what's wrong with giving everyone free internet? All these big media gurus, it's like, you're they're worth billions of dollars. What could internet possibly cost them? I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't a clue, but it can't be that much. It's just like when TV was free, the airwaves. The airwaves are free. You could actually get public television. You can't even do that now without the Internet, really. It's hard to get public television on regular TV now. So, and I grew up watching Sesame Street. Um, but today, be careful of the Venus squaring, slapping around, getting being slapped around, being messed around by Saturn, who's strict. But like, again, I said before, Saturn is the father card. He wants, he wants to give you structure. And so in the positive sense, you know, you can look at your life and say, okay, what do I need to be at more active in my household? Should I um, be maybe hugging my children more? Should I be disciplining that child who's out of control? 
Should I discipline myself? Uh, maybe, you know, let's take a nap today or maybe take a nap today. See, it's only you only know what it is that you need. No one else knows. And over the weekend, I saw people protesting again and actually clashing. And I watched um, Colin on HBO. They had a comedy show in the parking lot. It was hysterical. And um, one of the comedians said, she said, you know, I see people verbally clashing. And the white people are just saying the nastiest things and they get hit and they're amazed that they got punched in the face because they were saying such mean things. And she said somewhere along the line, they think that saying mean words doesn't hurt people and they're not going to get hit or retaliated, retaliated against. And well, that's not how the world works anymore. You know, because if you tell your kids that sticks and stones don't break my bones, or whatever that saying is, you know, words do hurt. They hurt a lot. They hurt enough for people to commit suicide. They hurt enough for people to kill each other. So don't pretend the words don't hurt anymore. That That's gone. That's something that people should understand is gone. Don't teach your kid that anymore. Words hurt a lot, especially in social media and those comments people put. They hurt a lot. So think about that. You know, and that's and that might be a intrinsic change that's occurring in the world right now. And people still want to hold on to the facts, say, you know, words don't hurt, only sticks and stones will break my bones. Say, okay. But if you're killing yourself because someone said something mean to you, like your mom, then words hurt. Okay. And I have I told you I have Leo very prominent. And it's in my Mercury. Leo's in my Mercury. It's how I communicate. I communicate like a queen lion. And sometimes when I speak, I can be a little harsh and a little straightforward. You know, not quite as blunt as a Scorpio. But again, my Mars is in Scorpio. So when both of them are combined, I can be very blunt, very tactless, uh, very harmful. And I know that. So... That's why I meditate also, because I want to be careful what I say to my children. I know I've hurt my children with their word, with my word sometimes, trying to be a strict parent. And, you know, we come back and talk about it. And, you know, my ace of spades son will sometimes throw it back at me. And that's what the ace of spades is supposed to do, you know, show you how to change. And I have. Like I said, I'm not perfect at all. And that's what I'm trying to tell you about these podcasts. It's also me discovering myself and how even at 52 going on 53, 50 going on 54, I still have to look at myself and adjust. Because if you love people, you will compromise. And that's another thing I saw this week. Uh, Goldie Hawn speaking with her husband or her life partner there. And uh, just saying, you know, if you want to be together, you got to want to be together. 
That's the first step. And then also, why do you do it? Why do you put up with stuff? Well, you know, when you have a beautiful family, you would do what it takes to stay together. Because you love your family and you raise your kids the way they're also loving back, reflection of you. So you want to stay with that family. You want to do whatever it takes to keep them together. That's what I'm saying. If you build your family correctly, you will love your family and do what it takes to stay with that family. And that is part of love, having kids together. Not necessarily marriage, but when you have children together, that is how it should be. It should be that you are willing to do whatever it takes to see that life you created together through to fruition. And that could be who knows when. It could be until you get your grandchild, until whatever it is. But you have to do it. So that's what that's what I think kids need to understand about love today. Marriage is great, but marriage is an institution. And it was it was it's a great thing for women to have marriage. Because without marriage, they would be left with their kids to raise alone. So it is pro-woman, the marriage. But of course, that's also been twisted to where you know, you get married to save money in your taxes. You get married to look good for your job. You get married because you're supposed to. And that's what settling down means. They're settling down. You can look at settling down and say, okay, I'm making my nest. Or you can look at settling down and say, I'm settling. I'm no longer seeking. I'm settling. And so that's why there's a lot of divorces. Because people settle because this is what is expected of them. And they're bored. What else am I going to do? So don't think of marriage as a uh, the only resort for when you're growing up and you don't know what to do with your life. You should get married because you feel this urge to have a baby with this person. You see a vision of it when you're with them. That's when you get married, and that's the person you get married to is the person you feel comfortable enough to see you know like my life partner was in every birthing all four births he was there and i'm telling you the first birth i understand now why men weren't allowed to the hospital before because once you see your wife like that you may not want to see her anymore is <laughs> you know but my life partner didn't look at it that way he saw it as beautiful and touching and he wanted to be in every birthing thing and he he put up with all of it all even today he still puts up with it so and that is the king of hearts four clubs four spade birthday they do they are scorpions and they don't do anything lightly if a scorpion is in love with you you and you don't want him or her you better run and hide because a scorpion when they're in love it's real it's not i don't know i'm have another girl on the side i don't know i'm thinking about you know it's nothing like that if they fall in love with you consider it a blessing from god that they have chosen you because it means that something in you is very special
I know my Scorpio, my Scorpion friends, they love their spouses, they love their children, and they're very protective, and not, and not just, not just like a normal protective thing, it's like, that's where the mama bear comes from, that's, that's the Scorpion mama bear woman, it's not a joke, it's real, and they would do whatever it takes to protect their family and keep it going, and Goldie Hawn is a Scorpion woman. She's a queen of hearts, ruled by the king of spades, and her Pluto cards, which I'm not going to say right now. But And when you see Goldie Hawn speaking, she's very straightforward. She's blunt. But then you see her acting. She's silly, goofy, and all these things, and that is a true scorpion. In her, they're very, very susceptible to pain because they love so passionately. They don't want you to see how passionate they are, so they kind of hide it. But if you can let them be who they are, like Goldie Hawn in her movies, you can see that's the inside of Goldie. She's a sweetheart. I love Goldie since I was little. I named my dog after her. So I just love her. And, um, and being the queen of hearts, she's saying exactly the right thing, which is you do what it takes. To keep your family together because family is everything and that is the queen of hearts that's what they're here to show you is that love is unconditional and it takes sacrifice and it takes work but it is the best the only reward in the world that is worth it is what the scorpio is fighting for and that is what president-elect is about he shows you family, King of Hearts. He loves his family, and he's had tragedy. But he's moved on. He's become the phoenix. He always comes out of the fire. He will come out of this fire also. Even if, and like I said, if anyone can handle this new age, it's a Scorpio. They will tell you the truth. So... I think last night I slept so well that I think my body chemistry is getting used to Mars being awake in in Aries' own sign. But since he is awake, that's what all the clashing is about. Because he's Mars. He's the god of war. And have you ever known an Aries person? They're They're, they're absolutely... If you see them for who they are, they absolutely are great athletes and they have a need to conquer. And um, But they could be acting shy and because of their mood or their ascendants are different. So you might know that deep inside there's this passion. This, they're going to go to the top no matter what. They're going to do what it takes. And the good Aries know that they have to do it but what it is they have to overcome is within themselves, not outside. Just like the ace of spade, the president shall not be named. His is his right now is his Mars is outwardly. He's contentious. He wants to fight. So he's not looking to change himself, which is really what his power is, is that he can change himself and rise again. As a Gemini, he's very flexible, but he's not acting flexible. So right now he's not living up to his cards so much, but again, he can change. That's what Jupiter Pluto's here 
to help everyone change. And so, you know, what are you going to do if you don't want to change? Pluto and Jupiter are helping you to change. If you don't accept their help, it's like saying, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't think it'll help me. And guess what? It does help you. So that's where we're at. Either accept the help or don't. If you don't, you see how that's going. And with Jupiter and Pluto so active, COVID is just going crazy. And now we have two new uh, vaccines that are coming out. So by April, everyone should get a shot by then. Hopefully that all works out. And by April, it's a new year. And in April, we'll be into the Taurus season, getting ready to go from Aries to Taurus. And Taurus is the sign of Venus in her home, the bull. So if it comes by Taurus time, it would be perfect. It would protect our home, America, and all of us in it. So I'm sure the astrologers are already looking at the planets, already know what's going on next year. I just don't do I don't do that. I don't I don't do the graphing and all that. Um, there's so much knowledge out there. You can just read it. You don't have to do it on your own. And since most of what I feel is intuition, um, I just go and look and see if the planets are supporting my intuition. That's how I use astrology. I, I use astrology as as my encyclopedia, as my Wikipedia. Um, when I feel something, I go and look it up and see if it's true, and a lot of times it is true. And so right now I'm not feeling anything besides kind of a calmness. I slept so well. So that makes me think that the calmness in me will be translated this week to next week, where people with Jupiter being awake again, there's a sense of adventure. And we're getting out of Scorpio season here next Saturday. And that will bring us to Sagittarius, which is a fun-loving, uh, philosophic sign. And the philosophy, I think, will help the planet. Um, it will, and, and Jupiter helps us be happier also and optimistic, optimism. So that's another way of looking at it, is that Jupiter-Pluto is raising, is, is demolishing your old ways and bringing you optimism. That's another way to look at it also, okay? All right, that's enough for today. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Have a good day.